Hello, welcome to Past Level 50. I'm Mel the Podcaster. I am here to bring you something that's a surprise for all of us. On TikTok, I follow a friend who goes by the name of T, but her account is Don't Be Up in the Hut 2.0 and also My So Called Life. We met in September where we recorded an episode on spa water and the brownie lip. We talked a lot and I learned that, you know, I shouldn't be afraid to touch certain subjects either on the podcast or through my social media content. You know, we we talked and I just admired her strength and little did I know that she was going through a lot on her personal life. So a few days ago, I noticed that her account was, you know, to the point where I think she only had two of her TikToks still available. So I reached out. She didn't tell me. She didn't tell me anything. And um, I kind of liked it like that because I wanted to find out here on this episode. I don't know anything yet. I just know that she's here and we're going to talk and we're going to listen and we're going to have her share what she's going through right now. So just know that whatever you're experiencing, you're not the first and you're not the last. So with that, I bring you T from TikTok from Don't Be Up in the Hot 2.0. Hello. Hi, Mel. Hi. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. Oh my gosh, it's been a while. I know. September was the last time we spoke. Wow, that was a long time ago. It's wild. It feels like it was just like you know yesterday or something and then I went back and was listening to it just to you know get a refresher and I was like oh these were this was a nice time talking with Mel so I'm glad (laughs) glad we could do this again I'm so glad yeah because we did have you on a live with the Naked Onion Mystery Tours yes and um so that was fun and you got to meet our producer and uh that was that was that was uh fun but um Things have changed, right? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. A lot has happened to me personally. A lot of stuff happened, you know, in in the United States, politically. I mean, everything has just, I mean, we just don't stop. Time doesn't stop. I know. Nothing. And, you know, we are, in fact, I just talked to Kitty Rebellion today. We did a live and the the focus we had, it seems like it kept coming to um, evolve. You know, yeah. and and yeah. it always comes to this shirt that I read. It was evolve or die, but uh-huh. now it seems like evolve or die alone. Mm. Um, yeah. So, um, but sometimes it seems like we don't evolve fast enough, or people are not evolving 
at the same rate we are and that causes problems. Right. I, I mean, I think one thing about myself is I moved around a lot as, as a kid and I had to adapt very quick to my new environment. And, um, that is one thing about me is that I have sure it, you know, to change and to evolve can be scary, especially if you're not used to something like that, but I, I personally welcome it. And, Mm -hmm. um, because that's when I, I grow as me, you know, as a person, I feel like if you don't, then you become stagnant and you can get left behind. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, I welcome change. I welcome, um, the process of it. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like there are times where I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to do anything. Just lay in bed all day. (laughs) (laughs) And that's recovering. That's recovering, you know, from whatever's going on. And, you know, resting like that leads to growth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. I've, I've, um, learned that about myself is that I'm such, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly on the go that my brain and my body gets to a point where I just need to reset. And that's kind of where I have been lately. So, yeah, which is, you know, which I'm glad that we're doing this so that I, you know, we can talk about how it's okay. It's okay Mm -hmm. to, to take time for yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. I noticed you are taking time (laughs) for yourself and, and uh, people are, you know, people in the TikTok world are like, you know, you got to tell them or they'll make, you know, just like me, I will make up stories. So yes, uh, questions are being asked and, and, uh, you know, people who love you are, you know, going to reach out, Mm -hmm. but the people who are not so much in that predicament will, will make it up. So yeah. 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 So I'm glad that, you know, we can, I can do this with you and talk about it because, you know, I wasn't not, I wasn't, not that I wasn't ready to talk about things. It's just, I didn't want uh, other things to happen. So um, I guess we can just jump on in if, if you want to go ahead. Sure. And... Yeah. Let's, let's take a deep <laughs> breath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I, so I've been married for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And we have four beautiful babies together. And, um, you know, I think for a while, um, something was missing in my mm-hmm. marriage. And I didn't know what it was. Um, and I think just over time, it came to the I came to a realization that I just wasn't happy. Mm. And uh, about three weeks ago, I filed for divorce. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I just, I couldn't do it anymore and nothing against my kid's father. I mean, he is, you know, an amazing person and a great dad and, uh, you know, has been there for me during times that have been difficult, but it's just, we're just different. And I think that in this day and age, women, should be okay acknowledging the fact that we tried and it didn't work out and it's okay to leave mm-hmm. um, if you're not happy. Right. And yeah. you don't need a, any other excuse other than that. And that should be enough that my happiness is worth that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. 
that's wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know just to you know put it out there <laughs> well because I made up stories for myself for you and yeah. this wasn't even on the outline yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well, but you know, you know I, I don't talk about my personal life too much no we don't hear it from you yeah mm-hmm. just because you know people will use that against you um especially when you talk politics they'll use that against you mm-hmm. where it's like oh who's going well, who's going to want to marry you and oh i'm sure you're unhappy or i'm sure you know your significant other looks like you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know oh something that you know they they're they're they'll talk about your children they'll say yes. oh you're a terrible mother and so you know what i was like you know i'm not even going to do that and and put you know you can say what you want about me you know mm-hmm. anybody can say what they want about me I know who I am but don't bring in other people just to, right. try, to, to try to beat me down mm-hmm. and so I've made I made a, a conscious effort to not I don't post any pictures about my family or significant other just because for that reason you know where they'll attack them and yes. and, and I don't I think that's just a, a, a necessary attack and so I don't I mean, I, I'll share the, you know, the basics, you know, married, kids, all that stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Now it's divorcee, you know, yeah. <laughs> going through a divorce. <laughs> um, and, and that's okay. You know, I think yeah. I, people should be comfortable talking about your successes and your failures. Yeah. And also what makes maybe I'm, somebody else is going through what I'm going through. Right there. And then right I can there. help. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is the saying that my great grandmother always told us, no eres la primera y no vas a ser la última. And <laughs> I'm so glad you said that, you know, because mm-hmm. that has made it so much easier for me to yeah. understand that. And my sister was the one that said it. She's like, you're not going to be, you're not the first person with there you. you go. And you're not going to be the last. And you know what? I was like, you know what? That's very true that mm-hmm. women before me have been brave and have been strong. And I need to do that too for myself. and then For yourself. Yeah. For for future women that feel that they're stuck. You know, I don't know if men go through the phase where it's like, oh, I'm 40, I'm 50, I'm 60. You know, they might to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. I think it's more women that we feel that pressure from society that we have to look a certain way, that we have mm-hmm. to behave a certain way. And once you reach a certain age that, well, who's going to want you now? And right. it's like, my my happiness is Yours. from within. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to count on somebody else. Right. You know, is it nice? Of course it's nice. You know what yeah. I mean? Do you want somebody to lean on during hard times and mm. somebody to vent to? Absolutely. And um, I know that there will be somebody like that for me, but, mm-hmm. but, not, right now. To, but not right now. And I need to, you know, focus on myself. Well, what you just said earlier was you don't know if men go through this and, and mm-hmm. you said it and you kind of just slid across it. But <laughs> the reason that men don't go through anything like this mm-hmm. with um, is because they don't change. The, mm-hmm. you, I mean, if you think about men, they stay the same. They're like, you know, that's the way and, and they'll tell you mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. Or that's the way things are. If you don't like it, you can walk out. And I've heard men say this. Oh. And and women, we we change with with you know the growth of our children, mm-hmm. with the change of employment, with 
exercising, with anything, with any little thing, we are motivated to to change a little, to accept less, to um, just make a little, um, just a little change, and things will start to. Um, what's the word not I don't want I don't the word I'm looking for is things will start to evolve here's the word again things will start to evolve and then the men I feel at that point they cannot catch up Mm. that that's what I I feel that's what I've seen and we're all that's what we're always talking about (laughs) on our podcast (laughs) yeah yeah like I've I've so I've discovered something about my personality and I never never even knew this is that I'm an overthinker Mm. (laughs) you think (laughs) you know I didn't know of the word you know like that that's really what I what I uh, am and and what I do I overanalyze things and I'm not saying it's a negative thing right but Mm -hmm. but if my significant other doesn't understand that about me that's very hard to, to be with. And, and I'm not, and I've said this, I've said this to, to, well, my soon to be ex husband that Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very hard to, to be with and a difficult person because there are so many different facets of myself that I'll think about something and then I will, you know, drop that and do something else. And I'll, you know, be passionate about something. And I really want to be all in it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have that support from somebody else, then I start thinking, well, why, you know, why aren't they understanding this or why aren't they not willing to help me? Yeah. And that was a big part. I think a big breakdown in my marriage is that we couldn't see eye to eye on things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's my overthinking or if it was, uh, you know, a multi- multitude of other things, but I have figured that out about myself very recently. And it's like, I really had like an epiphany, you know, moment where I was like, wow, like this probably could have solved a lot of things, not just in my marriage, but even in my past, Mm -hmm. because I haven't, I've always been, you know, I figured out that I don't like planning things like birthday parties. I don't like planning events because Mm -hmm. I over, I think about so many different scenarios that I can't focus and just, be like, okay, this is it. We're going to do it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And I think it has to do with my overthinking. (laughs) So I'm like, I feel like I'm evolving in that way. And I'm okay with it. Because I think once I understand my brain and my overthinkingness, that um, I'll be ready for my next stage in life, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be. So, um, okay, you're you're saying that this this evolved to where you're at now. Uh Do you if you go back and, and you might not be able to answer this right now, but if you go back and think, where did this start? When did I start feeling all of this and that I maybe was not understood or accepted by my spouse? Do you feel that it happened way before all of this occurred? Um, you know, I think it might, might've happened after we had kids. Mm-hmm. Because I felt that I needed to do more and whether that would be going like when I I went back to school and that was, we had already had our kids, three of my kids. And then I got pregnant with my fourth, but I feel like something happened in my motherhood and my womanhood that when I had my children, it put something else in me, a different motivation. And I think that I was, 
I'm willing to try new things, whether that would be social media, going back to school or whatever. And I felt that I didn't have the support from my spouse because Mm -hmm. he was like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, where did this come from? Where I felt like I wanted to do more. And Mm -hmm. maybe I was like, okay, maybe let's try this and let's try this. And then, and and I, and I'm the type of person that if I try something and if I fail, I'm okay with it. Cause at least I tried, mm-hmm. but I think failures for other people, especially when it comes to money, want, you know, being responsible with, for paying bills and bringing income, they don't see it as a failure. They just, you know, okay, well, you're not making money. So what's happening? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you give it some time, let it, let it, you know, grow. Yeah. Yeah. People want and- instant results. Right. And, and for me, like, I'm, I think, and also I think it had to do with my upbringing that we moved around so much that I'm not afraid to try things. And, and I tell myself that it's okay because at least I tried. Mm -hmm. And if it nothing, you know, if nothing comes to fruition, that's okay. It doesn't mean it's a, like a failure per se, but it's just me trying. And that's a, a good enough thing for me to do. Now, the thing is finding somebody that will, agree with you on that where they want you to pursue your passions and they want you to be happy regardless if anything happens from it that's I think that what was what was missing um in my marriage and again I I don't want it to seem like it's just one it's not like oh it's my husband you know (laughs) ex-husband's fault you know (laughs) that is not easy to be with somebody Mm -hmm. that is um has like an entrepreneur kind of mindset right Mm-hmm. I, I see that. I, I see that something like that happens, you know, it happened and, and you go back into hindsight and you're like, right there, right mm-hmm. there. That's when this started. Um, as women, I think we all have those moments and we either ignore them mm-hmm. or it just like, and I feel that ignoring is the best way to deal with it and then just move forward. To me, it's like when you have you ever read a book and you're like, you're in chapter one and two and you're like, what the hell is going on in this book? But you keep reading, right? You're like, I'm going to figure it out. And then it's like chapter three and you're like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is it. That's that's what I feel that that is because um, it happened to me. You know, I, I you know went through stuff and, and I, I kept telling my husband, uh, you know, if this doesn't change, I'm going to leave on this date. Mm-hmm. And he would laugh at it because he thought I was trying to be funny and make jokes and things. And I'm like, no, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not happy. And like, right. you know, those little fights that you have. And then three days later, mm-hmm. like, like you make up and three days later, you're back where you started. Right. And that kept happening. And my cousin, you know, it happened in front of her and she, she told him, she's like, um, she's not joking. Uh-huh. She's going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and you know, a lot of stuff happened and we finally sat down and talked and it took us about a year mm. to change, to evolve to where we are now. But it was, you know, touch and go there for a while because I was not happy, but I didn't know how to implement a change and neither did he mm. until finally it was like, 
you know, bad stuff had to happen. And, and, you know, it did. And, and we're great now. But I think as women, like uh, I was telling you that we see it happen and we ignore it. But you know exactly, like right there with, you know, after having kids and you saw this. Mm-hmm. And do you think that um, if you would have uh, changed something then or sat down and talked or, you know, taken more chances that something would have um, changed back then? Um I don't know, to be honest, just because, like I said, it's, it's two sides to the story, you know, where I can only do so much. And if my significant other, my husband at the time, if he's not willing to grow as well, um, then I don't know if he would have changed because I think it has to also do with maturity and his maturity level. Um, because I'm, I asked for, for me personally, I asked for a lot. I asked Mm -hmm. for, um, support I ask for and not even I'm not saying financial I'm just saying emotion more emotional right. support mm-hmm. and I think that comes with maturity to completely even like even if we're hurting financially or whatever but supporting me regard or supporting me or even you know your your significant other during hard times that takes a lot of uh, of, of effort and yes. I would have liked to think that that would have happened but the fact that even the fact that I even had to that now 2023 that I had to file for divorce for the same reason happened back in, you know, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if he would have um, been able to change back then uh, because I've, I had said constantly over, over the years where I haven't been happy. These are the reasons why. And, and he, he wasn't able to listen. And I think yeah. that's what, so, um, I yeah. think I had just reached my, my boiling point, excuse me, my, my boiling point at, you know, at the beginning of the year, really, when I had, because I filed in Jan, I think the first week of January. Really. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And new I year, think, new me. <laughs> I, yeah, I really was, you know, so really what happened was it was in December and I just felt like, you know what, I can't start a new year, not happy. And mm-hmm. that's when I had told myself, you know what? that's it. I tried, we tried, I, and, and I have to put myself first. And it was nothing like, it wasn't anything where I hate you and I hate you. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. wasn't any of that. Like, no. I, like it was like, you know what? I think it ran its course and does he feel the same way? I don't think so. But um, I know that I, I tried mm-hmm. and, and I have to do it for myself and also for my kids because kids see all that Everything. stuff. Everything, yes. Yeah. Like they're so observant. They know if I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think that old, that mindset, you know, you stay married for your kids no matter what. Mm-hmm. No. You know, that's dangerous because yes. then they see that and they think that, you know, this is what relationships are. And is every relationship perfect? Absolutely not. But mm-hmm it's okay to have conversations saying, Hey, you know what, we're, we tried, we loved each other. We love you guys, no matter what, but we just are going to go our separate ways. And that was a hard conversation to have with my kids. Yeah. yeah. Was he surprised? Um, I would like to say he wasn't surprised because like I said, it was, (laughs) it came up a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it was years of saying, I'm going to leave, you know, (laughs) And I had told him, I want you to know that when you get served divorce papers, you want to know, I want you to know why you, you should know why already. Mm-hmm. And um, 
now that, you know, we're in the process of it, I don't think he, I don't think he was ready for it, yeah. you know, because, you know, he, he will tell me things about like, um, why is this happening? And I can, you know, it's, and it's, you know, it's sad. It breaks my heart. It really, really does. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that he, it just goes to show that as much as I felt like he should know, men are very different, you know, yeah. like really, really have to break it down and, and, and hold their hands and not all men. Right. But some no. men really have to sit him down and, and really put it on paper saying, Hey, this is why I am leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just but, so you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it is, I had told one of my girlfriends at the end of last year and she's like, Oh, Merry Christmas, you know, happy new year. And I, you know, and I haven't talked to her and she's like, Oh, so what's new with you? And <gasps> And I told her, well, let's just say I'm starting the new year with less rings on. And she's like, let's, have- <laughs> she's like, let's do lunch tomorrow. <laughs> and so we did. We went and did some some hike that we do. And I had told her. And, and you know, it, it's, you need friends during times like this to, mm-hmm. to talk things through because you, you can feel lonely. I have felt lonely, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I felt like am I doing the right thing? And, um, I am, I am. Yeah, that's good. That, that right there, that's the only reason to do this, to know that this is what's right for you, not yeah. for anyone else. Absolutely. And it, it's hard, but I know that when, when, uh, um, it's over, said it over and done with, I hope that I find happiness that he finds happiness and because we both deserve it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, do you all have an age difference? Or three years. No? I'm three older. Years. Okay. I'm older. I'm older by three years. Okay. okay. Yeah. So not not significant, but yeah. um, it's just maturity level. I think, again, with women and men, it's just, I think we mature a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So... <laughs> Yeah, and not that he's a, a you know a child, you know, but no, um, I just I don't I think at my level and what I need from my significant other, it wasn't met, and mm-hmm. um, and I know like I couldn't like we were comfortable, right? Like I could have yes. stayed in this marriage for the rest of my life and been comfortable and been content, mm-hmm. but that's not enough for right. for me because I feel like I need to do more. And, um, and I feel like I should do more for me and for my kids where Mm -hmm. they can see that mommy can do it all. Yeah. And, and you set boundaries. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I heard what, what you were saying with, you know, you, you let him know I'm not happy. I'm not happy. That's setting your boundaries. That's informing him, but nothing changed. Right. Yeah. So, So, yeah, it was, and I don't think, I think people think that boundaries are bad, but no, it's just telling you, I'm, I'm, this is what I need from you um, Mm -hmm. or from, you know, friends, from family. And if you don't listen and respect and, or, you know, we can try to meet somewhere where if you're like, Hey, you know what? I don't like social media. My, he hates social media. Absolutely hates it. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big thing for us where I feel it's important to have social media, especially yeah. with what I talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a big problem for us. And, 
that was a boundary for me where it was like, you know what, this is what I like to do. Like, I, I think that it's, it means something and it's important for me. And he never was able to support me in that. And, um, and it's bigger than social media. I don't want, I don't want to think like, oh, social media was the, you know, end all of our marriage. But uh, I think it was bigger than that because it was something that it leads to other things. Mm -hmm. Social media does, you know, it leads to, you know, you doing your podcast to politics, to how society sees other groups. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. bigger than just, being on TikTok and doing dances or no. something, you know, it's, no. it's it, it, it takes it further. And it is important because I, my goal for 2023 was to not just have my voice be heard, but to have that voice of other women that are important to me to be heard. And um, it's, it's, you know, here we are the, what, almost the end of the month and you are the third one. And Every single person is totally different. Mm. And I'm trying to, to, to lend my platform to be uh, like a sounding board. And um, I think it's, it's working out because, you know, I, I think I've said a lot, but I think it's more important when the conversation is something that women uh, would like to have with someone. Mm-hmm. And it leads to maybe being, and I think it's important for women to have this inspiration for either their spouse or their um, someone in their family, mm-hmm. so that um, it it just leads somewhere. And and uh, I think what you're talking about today is something that women, uh, especially now with Shakira and and with um, Miley Cyrus, you mm-hmm. know. Some women are feeling like, hey, I don't need to live like this. I don't need to to be unhappy. And so they they see it on the media and think that would be cool. But then when, you know, because that's, that's, you know, that's celebrities. But when you hear someone that you know on TikTok or that that is going through something like that and you're like, they're like, wait a minute, I... This, this is like home. This is, you know, someone that this is really happening to. I just feel that this is um, a good sounding board for that. Yeah. And that's probably my biggest reason why I will talk about it. um, Because I do want other women to know that they're not alone Mm -hmm. and that we have a power that in ourselves. And just because you're married doesn't mean you have to, um, put that away right your, your power and your voice and your strength and for me I felt like I was kind of losing that and that was a big thing for myself is I don't want to lose who I am just because I'm married mm-hmm. and a marriage shouldn't do that and a marriage should actually amplify that yeah. you know it should be you, your significant other should be the one that is your biggest supporter and your biggest cheerleader and, and encouraging you to yes, speak on things that are not easy for people to talk about, especially women, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, I do like to talk about politics, I do like to talk about sexism and racism and all that stuff. And uh, as a woman, unfortunately, we're not given that same opportunity, because we should know our place. And, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and we shouldn't be we shouldn't talk about that. And I'm sorry, but I think that's all bullshit now. Yeah. That's and, good. Uh, and uh, I don't, I think the, a big reason why I didn't want to talk about 
divorce on my page is because men see that and, and not just me as a woman as opportunity where it's like yeah. let's slide into the DMs and <laughs> they're like hi yeah and, and I'm not saying just me I'm saying this happens to all women yes you know where you know they're like oh that means it's my my opportunity <laughs> to say hello you know no it's not so no that's not what I, that's not what this is all about <laughs> If anything, I'm not looking forward to dating because, you know, I haven't dated in 15 years and yeah. and yeah. The times definitely have changed. I've heard horror stories from, you know, my, my girlfriends where it's yes. like, Ooh, don't go on dating sites and do all this <laughs> stuff. And, you know, um, I just want to work on my happiness. Now, am I, you know, can something happen in the future, in the near future? Who knows? You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? like, uh, I'm not one that's going to be like, um... Uh, I'm not, I have said before, I don't want to ever get married again. Right. But, you know, you just, you never know. And, and I need to be more uh, uh, open to things that are not in my control. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. And you talked about um, when you were, it almost had a stigma to it, the way you even said the word divorcee. You're like, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. that you're like, oh statistic now yeah I'm wondering did that come from how you were brought up uh, and their opinion like growing up of maybe your your tias or somewhere out there how how did they make you feel about divorced people well okay so my family's from Nicaragua and Mm -hmm. uh, Nicaraguan women are very strong and from what from my at least from what I have seen my family are very strong and independent and um they had one of my tias is you know has been a single mom from almost all her life and she's fine she's content with it my mom has been married for almost 50 years and uh but she has always told me you get your degree and if you have a family and if you're not happy you leave you have your degree and you get your kids and you go so that has always stuck with me so i think a lot of nicaragua from what i had seen from nicaraguan women is that we have to be in control of our own life and yeah. our own happiness. And if that means leaving your person, your significant other, then you should be able to do so. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and I think that's when I had told my mom, um, you know, she was very sad. She was, you know, she was hurt, you know, because she doesn't want to see me and especially me and the kids suffer because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be an easy transition, but um, I think I had told her, I said, mom, I'm doing what you said. Yeah. If I'm not happy, I get my kids, you know, you know, hypothetically, I'm not literally taking my kids, because, no. you know, but yeah. you know, that I'm, I'm doing what you said and her, the look on her face was, I think she wanted to cry because I, what she told me growing up, I, I, I really, really listened to it mm-hmm. and it meant something. And I hope I can do that for my kids where it's you you have to be happy and you have to put yourself first and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's good that you heard that growing up because, you know, other cultures and other families, you know, you hear, um, you know, you get married, you don't get a divorce or, you know, just anything like that. And then you're like, Oh, then you, and then there you are. Yeah, happy and not doing anything about it because that's the way it's it should be. 
and, and especially with Latinos too, like Latinos, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a lot. And and that's what's weird. But with Nicaraguans, I think we're kind of like <laughs> uh, different. I guess, yeah, I could tell. In a way, yeah, because I have met other even not family that aren't family that are Nicaraguans. I was like, you're definitely Nicaraguan. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so. But a lot of Latinos, we're not like that. They're very much you're you're in it. You're you're married. This is it to the end of time. You know, mm-hmm. Catholics. <laughs> like, yeah, that. Catholics, yeah. Oh my. You're God. damned if you're a catholic if you get divorced absolutely Mm -hmm. so which is you know not okay um but because there's so many different reasons why people get divorced you know it's Mm -hmm. not just one reason but in the catholic church you're damned for it but okay yeah um but yeah yeah, so i i encourage women to to think outside of a marriage and put yourself first first yeah and and there's nothing wrong with that men do it all the time mm-hmm. and all the time in work in relationships and friendships and whatever they don't think oh you know what i probably shouldn't because it looks bad you know i'm gonna have, <laughs> I'm gonna have a, a, a scarlet you know letter on my you know that i have to wear all my life no they yeah. don't they don't no no they don't no oh my gosh so <laughs> sorry i just threw no. a lot of stuff at you huh but you know what uh, i I wasn't prepared for this, mm-hmm. but, but, um, uh, having experienced, um, you know, a little heartbreak in the past mm-hmm. I, and, and I, I went through a divorce at 23. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like, uh, I didn't have kids though with, mm-hmm. with my first husband, but, um, I, I see that, I see that, uh, you know, where you do say, you know, I'm not happy you know, do you want to talk about it? And it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then nothing changes. Yeah. And, and when you say it often enough mm-hmm. and then nothing happens, you have to, you have to like um, do something or then they just think you're just bluffing your way right. through, through the relationship. Well, and because I had, I, I did say that I, I did mm-hmm. say, you know, yeah, bring know. us off we're done. And then, you know, a week later, we're in the same place same. where, you know, same vicious cycle mm-hmm. um, of, of taking the ring off and it back on. And then this last time I was like, you know what, that's it. I can't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I have to uh, stick up for myself and put my foot down. And it wasn't, you know, it would, again, I don't want it to make it seem like it wasn't anything like, Oh my God, you know, like abusive or anything mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't any of that. It was really just, I know that I am not the person he wants in a wife and I know he is not the husband I want, you know, for the rest of my life. And Mm -hmm. I think, and I think that's okay to acknowledge that we thought we were, we tried Mm -hmm. it, we loved each other, but I know that somebody, there's somebody out there for him that will treat him like a God and I can't, and it's not me. And he deserves, he deserves to find somebody that, that treats him like, the king you know that he should be treated like and I couldn't do that and does that hurt your ego I don't know if it hurt my ego because um I'm comfortable that that I couldn't provide something for him and I Mm -hmm. know somebody else can and I think that comes with maturity and and understanding how the world kind of works that just because I'm not for somebody doesn't mean that there isn't somebody else that can do that, that job better. <laughs> that job. <laughs> <laughs> because a marriage, you know, is 
lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's, yeah. it's not all rainbows yeah. and cupcakes, you know, yeah. it's a lot of, you know, blood, sweat and tears in a marriage. Yeah. And, and um, it, and I think that was like a big eye opening thing for me where it's like, you know what, I, if I stay in this, it's because I'm being selfish and inconsiderate, inconsiderate because I'm not giving him an opportunity to be loved how he should be loved. Because mm-hmm. I could stay, like I said, we, I could have stayed and been content all my life, but that's not fair. It's that's not, not fair. a life. That's not that's a life not. to live like that. You know? No, no, it's not yeah. because yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it in in, yeah. in marriages. You know where it's like that sucks. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't want that. No, <laughs> he hated social media. Mm-hmm. Did did it did at any time? Did it change anything you ever did or didn't do? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Um, I know that one time I had uh, posted something about a man and how they're easy. How oh, that's what it was. The post said that a woman that deprives a man of sex is like the worst thing you could do to a man. Mm-hmm. And I posted it, and and uh, I thought it was funny because it yeah. was like you're crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> And I think, and he saw that post and Mm -hmm. he felt like it was to him an attack, an attack on him. And I said, no, it's not, it's just men, you know, that come on, like really depriving you of sex is the worst thing I could do. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) no. And so I felt bad and I Mm -hmm. took it down, you know? Um, But um, there are some things that, you know, I do have to like, well, now, not anymore, but (laughs) you know, I, to make sure that I had to be like PG enough yeah, where I didn't, you know, you know upset him. And mm-hmm. it was it. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that, to be honest. So, right. I had a feeling you were going, that was going to be the answer that uh, you felt a little filtered mm-hmm. uh, on his behalf, yeah. uh, not to offend him uh, or men that mm-hmm. he, his type of man or whatever. It just, yeah. Um, and now I'm wondering when you do come back and is it going to be, uh, almost 3.0, don't be up in the house because I feel it's going to be like, um, part three and hold on, you yeah. know, it's going to be no filters and all you girl, I feel it. Maybe, you know, it's like, a uh, I feel like I want to say so much stuff that I want women to connect with, you know, and if that means me being vulnerable and, you know, just being raw and, and speaking really my mind without holding back, Mm -hmm. um, then I might, I might have to do that because I think that women should see all the different sides of, of, of us and not, and not be afraid that we can be strong, we can be powerful, but we can also be very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm starting to understand that about myself. So like I said, I'm all for evolving and for changing. So I have realized that I'm an overthinker. I have realized <laughs> that <laughs> that I do have vulnerabilities and I mm-hmm. do have things that that make me sad. And I think once I harness that, then I can use that uh, to my benefit to show other women that we are very diverse, you mm-hmm. know, ourselves that we have so many different hats that we wear. And one of those hats 
can be, you know, grieving sometimes, can be, you know, some kind of sadness. But what am I going to do with that? Yeah. Am I just going to be in bed? And and don't get me wrong, I do have days where I just don't want to get up. But but I I need to show other women that we can be triumphant. And right. I, I will be triumphant. Am mm-hmm. I there right now? No, but I know that I will be. And the other thing you're talking about is with all this being triumphant and I feel, and, and you keep, you keep going back to overthinker, mm-hmm. overthinker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm thinking the overthinking may be a product of living with the stress of wanting to be um, on your own and happy. Mm. And, and that overthinking, I feel, cause you're doing your thinking for yourself to be mm-hmm. happy. And then you're thinking of, Ugh, I have to think about him, yeah. what makes him happy. And that's, that's a lot going on at one time. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm wondering, and I want you to keep an eye on yourself is if you're going to notice with time, if this overthinking be- lessens a little bit and that you're just going to be thinking just for yourself and it's going to be authentic and pure. Mm, mm-hmm. That that was powerful. Mm-hmm. That was very powerful. And I love that mm-hmm. um, because I hope, yeah. I, I hope that in this journey that I'm, that I'm on right now, that I will come, I will be a better um, person um, that can offer more to mm-hmm. myself and to my kids and hopefully to other women and society. Cause that's really, that is a passion of mine. It really, yeah. really is. And I think that's why I love being on social media so much is that I would like to think that when people see some of the stuff that I talk about, that it motivates and encourages them to do more and to, and, and to use their voice. So I really, really do hope that the overthinking that has been happening will, I can focus yes and, and teach other women that we can do it. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that um, everything that you're going through uh, you're, it's going to be normal to be sad, to not get out of bed once, you know, there's, there's days it's, it's a balance, you know, it's a change. I mean, any, this is, a like a change in your life mm-hmm. and, and dealing with loss like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were with him for, I don't know how many years, but dealing with this loss, it's you're, you're going to go through maybe crying a little bit or, you know, missing. Yeah. Yeah, And, and it's normal. Don't ever feel that because you're crying or because you're sad that, you know, that you need to go back. No, that's not what that is. That is just the body releasing what needs to be let go of. And yeah. 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 No, I've, I've definitely, I'm a crier. So it's hard, (laughs) you know, (laughs) me too. I put on, I put on a a front where I'm like, you know, this, you know, fuck everybody else, you know, kind of thing. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, um, I am, I I am an emotional person. And especially to people that are really close to me, it, it, they mean a lot to me, like, and I was reading about stuff about overthinking is that is that we put other people in, in, I put, I put other people's feelings above mine. 
Um, and that's it. That's, I mean, we all should do that. I think the world would be a better place if we did that, but it was getting to the point, I think where it was, um, too much for me. And I, I kept saying at the end, when I was finally making the decision to file was I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying over and over, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And then I had said, Wonder Woman gets tired. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> because I consider myself to be a Wonder Woman. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because I do, I, I, I've done a lot. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that, to be that I, I that I am tired. Yeah. And something had to give. Mm-hmm. And that was the big give for me. Wow. And, and I hope that I will come back, you know, 10 times stronger emotionally and mentally um, to do but more. Give it, but give it time, give it time. You, it takes, yeah. you know, right now you, uh, you know, it's a little, you have to be a little dormant right now. And, and, and I like what you did on TikTok. You're, you're in like a little, like there was a big freeze. There's your little dormant right now, a little hibernation going on. Yeah. And you have to do what's best for you right now. And, you know, a lot of people are like, what happened? Where's yeah. it? You know, yeah. and it's like, just hold on. She yeah. will come back. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, like, I did that little, like, update video just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people will start speculating and, and, and saying things and, um, and also I didn't want, I didn't want to the people that follow my page for encouragement and for politics and for all that stuff. I don't want them to think that I just disappeared and yeah. I don't care. Cause I, that's, I do care about all that stuff that I talk about mm-hmm. and I, I, and I, I owe them that much to tell them at least, Hey, you know what? I'm here. I will be back. And I have lost, I've lost, I've lost a, you know, probably at least, 20 to 30 people which you know I which is common you know that yeah. you lose you lose people and and that's okay but mm-hmm. um I know that I just needed to take a break yeah because I have you know I've just I'm going through a lot and then I'm still in school right now mm-hmm. and um um it's a lot but I I do want to come back I don't know what I'll talk about right now but you know just because do I a uh, I, I probably will address this um, on social media and just make kind of give a, a brief, you know, synopsis of it all. And I'll mm-hmm. probably, you know, when you do, when this goes, you know, when it airs, I'll post that just because people have questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they can, I think I'm, I might put my, my profile just back on public at least. Mm-hmm. And so that I can get, uh, people to you know send me messages like comments or whatever so I can get out to people so okay. I'll, I'm still on TikTok I'll still I'll probably make that public and then I actually did end up opening an Instagram uh, page which is still very quiet it's mm-hmm. um underscore don't be a pendeja underscore okay and I am on there and that one is still in its baby phase but um you guys can reach me there if that's if you're not on TikTok awesome Awesome. Okay. Thank well, you. We'll be seeing you soon. Thank, Thank you, you Mel. so much. Always Thank a pleasure. You. Always. I'll Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, we are not alone. I think with this episode, 
T and I were able to discuss what she's going through, but also to discover that we're not alone in our experiences. I know while we are going through the experience, we feel that sense of, you know, that no one else understands what I'm going through. Yet with through social media and with podcasts and with women reaching out to each other, I think that we can realize that we are not alone. And once we start talking and listening to each other, we understand that our journeys are somewhat similar. T and I were able to go through what she experienced. And I think that when you listen, you can feel a sense of either inspiration, a sense of empathy, and also a sense of, girl, I know what you're feeling. It's all there. She and I talked about this episode after and came to the conclusion that there's more. So the next episode, we are going to talk about how social media either can help us or stop us from doing things and the influences of social media and our emotions. So I hope you join us for the next episode when T and I will talk more about what she's dealing with and how social media was involved. So I leave you with that and I'll talk to you later on. See you then. Bye.